name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. All right, so it's good to be here. I'm happy. You guys are going to get to know me over time. Uh, I'll have three, four years here. But more than knowing me, I want you to know Jesus, amen? The mission of the church, the mission of this church and the diocese that uh, Bishop Francis says is the mission of the diocese is to make Christ known. To make him known to this world. A world that is living in darkness to bring the light of Jesus, the love of Jesus into this world so that people can come to know Jesus and love Jesus. So, before getting to know me, let's just get to know who Jesus is and that's how I want to start. You guys know this, priests, they come and go. If you follow a priest, then you're, you should probably just follow Jesus instead. That's probably a lot better. St. Paul says in uh, 1 Corinthians 11, say this with me, follow me, follow me. As, I follow Christ. as I follow Christ. Amen, that's 1 Corinthians 11.1. 1. If, if I'm not following Jesus, don't follow me. If I'm saying something wrong, don't listen to me. And yet, conform yourself, not to this world, but to St. Paul says, the renewal of your mind. Conform yourself to the truth of Jesus Christ. And so, we've got to get to know Jesus. How we get to know him is through our intellect, through our capacity of reason, and through faith. We come to know God through faith and reason. We can, through our intellect, through reason, we can know that Jesus lived in this world, that he existed. We can know that creation happened. Genesis 1-1 says, in the beginning, God created. Where did this world come from? By the capacity of our intellect and our reason, we can say that atheists are unintellectual, that God exists because the world exists and it had to start somewhere. Amen? Okay, if I'm, if I'm a little over your head, I apologize. But through our capacity of reason, through our intellect, we can know that God exists. But what about the nature of God? Like, who is God? Whenever I sit in, 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 like, in front of couples, I ask them, do you believe in God? Hey, family, do you believe in God? Okay, if you believe in God, what does that even mean? I believe in God. Okay, who's God? How do we know God? How can we know God? As Christians, we believe that God is a trinity of love. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. That we pray in the name of God. Hey, how many gods do we believe in? What kind of question is that, Father John? You're asking me how many gods you believe in? We believe in one God, amen? amen. But Father, Son, Holy Spirit. I'm confused. It sounds like three. God is three in one. How does that make any sense? First John chapter 4 says, God, say that with me, God is love. Okay, amen. First John 4, that's what the Bible says. It says God is love. But then what is love? Love is God, because God is love. But what is love? Love is a relationship of people that are united. God is three in one. He's a relationship in himself that is all full of love. Jesus came as the Son of God to reveal the love of God the Father. That God the Father loves you, amen? amen? Dang, I'm getting excited, I'm sorry. This might happen sometimes. God loves you. God loves you. God is love. That's what we believe as Christians. But how, how do we know that? Not through reason. 
through our intellect, how do you know someone loves you? Rationally speaking, you can't. Like one plus one is, duh, okay. One plus one is two, and you can rationally understand that. But how do you know that someone loves you? You have to trust them. You have to trust in their love for you, which means you have to believe, which means you have to have faith. John Paul II said something awesome. I love what he said. In the beginning of a, a big like encyclical, it's called Fides et Ratio, which means faith and reason. He says that faith and reason are like two wings on which the human spirit rises to the truth. When you look outside and you see a bird, how many wings does it have? Two wings. If it has one wing, can it fly? So if we have reason alone, which is the atheist, can we come to know truth? No. If we have faith alone, which is really Muslims mostly, who are irrational in what they believe, can they come to know truth? No. Our faith has to be supported not by just reason, but by truth. So, family, my, my big question is, oh, here's the, where's the Bible? Okay, my big question is, how can we know like, that what we believe is true? Through faith. And where was that faith written? The Word of God. The Bible. This is where God reveals himself. We believe in what God has revealed. St. Jerome, he says that ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Jesus. So when I asked you initially, do you believe in God? You said, of course we believe in God. Why am I here? And yet, who's God? And if you don't know his word, then you don't know who he is. That's big. So now we're going to get to the word of God. And, and honestly, you're gonna, when you hear my homilies, it's going to be his word. I love the word of God. So let's dive into it. Everyone in this church is in a different place in their faith. We all love Jesus, but we're all in a different spot. And getting to know, like any relationship that you have, when you get to know someone, like for some of you, this is the first time you're meeting me and you're judging me, which is fine. That's normal. It's okay. We judge people that we just met. First impressions are important, and I'm sorry if I'm loud. I'm sorry if I'm yelling. I love you. But when you get to know someone, you know there's this first impression, and then you get to know them over time, and, and it's great. It's the same with Jesus. When you first meet Jesus, you don't know him yet, and that's okay. There's a beginning to every relationship. So in the gospel today, Jesus comes up to this man. He was a blind man, correct? Blind from birth. He comes up to him, and the man doesn't know Jesus. Jesus spits on the ground, puts mud, makes mud, puts it on his eyes. The man's probably like, that's gross. And then the guy can see. The gospel shows us how there's a progression and how we come to know Jesus. In, in verse 11, of, this is from John chapter 9. In verse 11, the man is being questioned by the Pharisees. Who did this? How do you see now? It happened on the Sabbath day, which is supposedly a sin. They question him, and the man answers, The man called Jesus made mud, spread it on my eyes, and said, Go and wash in, this, in the pool of Siloam. I washed, and now I see you. The man, the blind man, said that Jesus is just a man. And for some of us, that's what we think. Then in verse 17, they go up to the blind man again after talking to his parents. They go up to the blind man and they say, they say, 
Who do you think he is? And he says in verse 17 that Jesus is a prophet. Okay? Then in verse 27, they're still questioning the blind man. And they're saying, who is he? And the man says, I have told you already and you, do, you don't want to listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you also want to be his disciple? Which the blind man is saying, I'm a disciple of Jesus. There's a progression that's happening. First, Jesus is a man. Then, Jesus is a prophet. Now, I want to follow him. All right, verse, 20, verse 33. He says, if this man were not from God, he could do nothing. Now the man is understanding he's from God. And then finally, the man is kicked out of the synagogue. Because once you follow Jesus, you might get kicked out. And we're going to get there in a bit. Jesus comes up to him and he asks him, do you believe in the Son of Man? And he answered, who is he that I should believe? And Jesus said, you have seen him. And the man says, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. This man is now a disciple of Jesus, and he now worships Jesus as the Son of God. Jesus is God, and he loves you. God is very patient with us. Hey, guys, wherever you are in your faith, it's okay. God is patient. God is with you. Even if you don't yet believe that Jesus is the Son of God, God will be patient. Jesus will come and ask you, do you believe? What is your answer? If you say you believe, what will happen? In the gospel today, we hear that this man was thrown out of the synagogue. The parents of this man, they didn't want to respond. They didn't want to defend their son because they were afraid of being thrown out of the synagogue. This man is being persecuted. And how many of us, how many of our children in their schools are being persecuted for the name of Jesus? That if you believe in Jesus, people will say, you're a homophobe. People will say, you're a bigot. People will say, you're judgmental and you're wrong and you're bad. They threw the man out of the synagogue. And when Jesus heard that they threw him out, he found him. Hey, church, family, Jesus, when you get thrown out, he looks for you. He finds you. And he says, come with me. You're never alone. Kids, when you go back to school, it's not easy. It's not easy always to follow Jesus and to proclaim Jesus and to proclaim truth. But Jesus is with you, and he'll find you. This is John chapter 9. The next chapter is John 10, the chapter of the Good Shepherd. My sheep know me. They hear my voice, and they follow me. Jesus is the Good Shepherd. We're all in a different place, but we're all on the same road. I ask you, family, pray for me as I pray for you. Amen?